0: so i'm making um another podcast on has the bible changed or not um i'm redoing the first part or first um question because um my voice was kind of croaky i was doing a lot of um what do you call it when you wondering i was doing a lot of wandering off topic and uh yeah so i just want to get back on track because i had just woken up and stuff you know so i wasn't in the best mindset you know i was more like daydreamy and stuff so now i've eaten breakfast i've i've had most of my day so i am going to go over that again um i'm not too like entirely sure what i went over in the first part so um i will do my best to cover everything i covered in the original part um but i can't promise that i will go over everything because you know i did watch over it again you know i'm making this all over again so i might not be able to you know remember the little details and stuff um when making this um so i wanted to speak on yeah so has the Bible been changed yes or no Um, first of all I wanted to speak on a common question I get from more younger um, people Um, this isn't like more of a complex question for some um, people Um, but basically there is um, the question that people ask me like oh if the Bible hasn't been changed how comes there's an old and a new testament um it isn't as simple as they have um set it out or said said it um it's you know not like oh old book new book wow it's changed you know it's more um different than that um basically the old testament is not actually like some old version of the new testament it is not in um it is not an old book it is not it is not like the new testament is a new new book of the old book um but it is actually um two separate books they're not different versions of one another they are actually two separate books um a way i could like contrast this is that Um, you know for example the Tanakh and the uh, Bible are two different books they are not the same book however um, the well the Bible is actually consistent of the Tanakh and the New Testament so it's more like the Tanakh and the um, New Testament but Christians do refer to the Bible um, as it is as um a collection of the Tanakh and the new testament the reason i said bible is because um only christians believe in the new testament so just kind of slipped out like that <laughs> but yeah so um it is more like the comparison between the Tanakh and the new testament um the new testament is a continued version of the Tanakh. the um the uh Tanuk is also <clears throat> the old testament so it's less of a comparison and more of a literal kind of thing you know um the old testament um includes uh the prophets the um the torah um etc etc the the um rest of the books that are not categorized um yeah and I, I also believe there is one more which I do not know how to pronounce so <laughs> I think it begins with an M maybe I'm not too sure but yeah that is the um, Tanakh and it is the Jewish holy book the Jew- Jewish holy scriptures which um, Christians do believe as well however we refer to the Tanakh as um, the Old Testament so many may think like, oh my gosh, why is there um, an old Bible and a new Bible? Why would you guys do that? You know, like why is um, that two different types of Bibles? It's not two different types of Bibles. Um, it is just you know the um, the the uh, stories of the Old Testament and the stories of the Tanakh um, up to uh, Malachi, I believe um um which uh i'm so sorry <laughs> so um i'm getting a bit what do you call it out of focus again but yeah um that's what i did in my last video so i had to remake this hopefully i will not do that again um but yeah so it is the uh the continuation i don't know how i'm i'm, I'm trying to say you know how there's a linear linear progression right it is the progression of those books up to a certain point whereas the new testament is um the gospels and paul's writings the writings of the disciples and you know uh revelations so that is uh, um from mark matthew luke john up to revelations uh, which are events that took place after the tanakh so the reason they're split is just because one is before jesus one is after jesus um the one that is after jesus is also called um pardon me i'm so sorry (laughs) um it, it is also um called the new testament because there is a new covenant and um the tanakh has a different um covenant covenant means law It is like a promise um and yeah, it's like a promise, a law which the people are um, supposed to follow. Israel is supposed to follow. Um, yeah, so that's um, it on the first question, I believe. Yeah, and um, many people may find that confusing. Like, on Amadeus, why is there still a change in the covenant? And the reason um that change happened after jesus came um i'm going to explain in the next part um let me think if there's anything else i wanted to mention (laughs) yeah so conclusively um the old testament and the new testament they are not two different books they're not two different um i mean they are not two different versions of a book they are two complete different books they're just books of different times so for example i could make a diary on my past life and then another diary on my life after i came to christ so i would say the old life and the new life i guess um yeah and those would be two different books uh it's not like oh the um it's like it's not like oh the old book is my old life and the new book is a um lie about my old life or um <clears throat> a revised version of my old life <clears throat> but is actually just two different stories about one big story you know so yeah and sorry if i'm being why do i always apologize i do not mean to apologize <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate doing that it's a uh, really bad habit of mine but yeah um i was gonna say sorry again no don't do that (laughs) uh yeah um that is it onto the next part uh i was i've been shouting a lot i guess i'm not sure how it sounds on the mic but i'm probably gonna upload this one anyways whether i'm shouting or not so if my tone is um, sounding mean or off and stuff uh, that's just my bad I am in a small room and last time you couldn't hear me on the mic and stuff so (laughs) I may be monotone or like sound shouty or angry Um, that's not my intentions (laughs) so yeah, on to the next question yeah old testament is the old covenant new testament is the new covenant um now what people lead on to next which is like more like a next thing above that is um okay then how comes there's an old covenant and a new covenant how comes there are old rules and new rules why would they change that god doesn't change his mind and stuff you know um and why would jesus come to change the law you know um well basically from the beginning of time, you know, God already had this set out. He already knew he was his final covenant was gonna be the new covenant, but he needed a covenant in between. Right? He needed something to replace that covenant so that there was still order and rules in the first place. Um and so um he had the old old covenant um which he gave to Moses he did give to Moses right yes he gave to Moses Oh my days I always hate second guessing myself because every time I say something I'm always like mm, are they gonna say something like I could be like two plus two is four and then consider is anyone looking at me why is there anything suspicious you know so yeah which he gave to Moses um the 10 commandments and the other other commandments um and um yeah that was the old testament he made covenants with abraham and um with the rest of israel and stuff you know about that he would lead them to a land of um, milk and honey you know um so yeah he did um have these promises with his people um however these promises were work based um and also included uh, sacrifices so people also wondered to me like oh how comes we're allowed to do this now when in the old testament you weren't allowed to do that you know and fair enough fair enough but in the old testament usually what people are talking about is um levitical laws and levitical laws are about sacrifice you know um they are about a ceremony you know so if you're not doing that ceremony uh, why why would you do the the laws for the ceremony if that makes sense you know um muslims still do the ceremony um so do jews but christians do not do that ceremony anymore and now you may wonder why what is wrong with you modern weirdos what are you doing why are you taking away from the bible we should be doing ceremonies how dare you whoopsie i've bashed my mic (laughs) but the reason is, is not that we stopped doing these ceremonies. The old law inc- was inclusive of ceremonies because we needed to be forgiven of our sins. So we needed to sacrifice, you know, um, something else for our own sins. Otherwise, you're gonna be sacrificing yourself. If you ain't gonna pay for your, if you ain't gonna pay for your sins with someone else, with some being, then you're going to pay that sin yourself. You must. Have, you might have hurt someone. You might have um, done something against God's law. Whatever you've done, you need to pay it back. Because this world was not supposed to be with sin. And um, we've fallen as a race. And, you know, you continue to sin every day. I continue to sin every day. Everyone is sinning every day. Like, we're not talking about one sin. That's, that's already... A- something chaotic for a non-sinful environment if there is an environment with no sin and then someone does one sin you could imagine the chaos that would occur you know for example the fall of the whole humanity (laughs) you know um yeah so um sorry i am really like um, i'm a really daisy kind of person person i really go out of focus very quickly so i usually go like um um but i know what i'm like trying to say if that makes sense like i just need to recollect my thoughts again because they always start to float away from me <laughs> um yeah so and also all sins have um consequences you know It's not just that God thinks, oh my days you did one sin, go to hell. You know, it's not that kind of thing. It's that one sin is detrimental to other things. So one sin causes another sin, that causes another sin, that causes another sin, that causes another sin. It's a chain which damages humanity. Yeah, so it might seem... Like, something little and harmless, you know. You may have told a white lie or something like that. But they all have consequences. It's not just the consequences of sin that is um, punishment. But it is just natural consequence, you know. That if we're going to have a good life, we need to be perfect, you know. If humanity is going to have a good society we need to all do our part and if we were all perfect and non-sinning you know not sinning then um non-sinful or non-sinning i don't know i think i just made that up um yeah and if we were all taking part in being like that there wouldn't be pain in one another even if you told a white lie, that might that might at the beginning of time if there was no sin if you have told a white lie you know that would have caused something else in return you know confusion it's not truthful it causes you know it could have caused someone to um do something in reaction to that um white lie for example they don't have to do anything bad they could have done something which they weren't even supposed to do in the first place because um, that was um, the path, the direction, or the steps they should have taken if that white lie was true. If it was not true, they would have done something else, right? Um, so because they did the wrong thing, that might have angered them or something. Anger, arguments, arguments, some inner fury, <laughs> you know, some, some. Um, something inside yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that took me so long. Like, you know, negative emotions within yourself—they always cause a reaction to someone else. You know, like I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to be a bad person to do bad things. You know, and I don't actually think anyone is a good person because of how many things we've done in god's sight you are not a good person you know the things we've all done we've all fallen short of the glory of god we are not good people you know we have caused those chains those not chains those um i guess reactions and um to occur which causes other sins and other sins and other sins it doesn't have to be that about that one little thing you know um so yeah Um, therefore we had to pay that through animal sacrifice Um, muslims still do that during ramadan um jews still do that um it is just christians who do not do that out of the abrahamic faiths um because um um in the old testament we did all of that right to Save us from our sins. Um, you know, again, Levitical laws, we would go and um do sacrifices, right? Um, and therefore you had to be cleansed and um clean and holy before you enter. You can only be a Levite to sacrifice specifically. Um, but of course you give your sacrifices to the Levites. Um however, in the New Testament, right, because of how much the, the the utter weight of our sin, right? We could have never continued sacrificing for all our sins. For everything we've done to sacrifice just with animals, it wouldn't have worked, you know. There's not enough animals to carry the weight of our sin, you know? There's not enough um it's not even as you know sincere you know so god's plan was always to have an infinite sacrifice because there is so much more you gotta do there is so much more um so yeah um in the new testament jesus came down right and uh that's where the question comes into play why why would jesus change the law why would he do that you know why would he um changed the old testament to the new testament um well jesus came down not to do that he came down to die on the cross for our sins okay and to some it may seem like a simple gesture you know of course it's not that simple to die for humanity but why would jesus do that um the reason is is being part of god right um as christians believe being part of god one means you're infinite two means you're completely holy right so now you die for the sins of humanity why would you do that because you are the sacrifice it is not lambs no more it is the son of the father himself you know of course again that may be confusing to some but i did make a video on the trinity um not a video, a podcast. Um, Yeah. And Jesus is infinite. He is all good, all powerful, everlasting. And therefore, for him to die and shed his blood for the sins of humanity is an infinite payment for sins. However, there is obviously a rule. There is one rule to that you have to completely believe that that happened and that he rose from the dead three days later. And although that may seem very simple, there are hundreds, thousands, millions of Christians out there, but to have complete faith, it would be evident, you know? If you completely believed in God, It would be evident. You know. You would. Act the way you believed. As well as the first commandment. Is to love God. So if you're going to accept the sacrifice. Which you can't. Just go to heaven. Because Jesus sacrificed himself. You have to believe that he did it. As well. And if you fully believed, you would act like you believed, you know. So that's where the New Testament comes into play. Jesus already did the sacrifice, you know. So we don't have to follow Levitical laws because the last sacrifice has already come. An infinite sacrifice doesn't need any more sacrifices for the rest of sins or whatever. It completely wipes away all the sins of the future and the past. As long as you believe. Of course for those in the past it's already self-evident in their works it was a work-based um work-based law um, it was evident if they believed so they didn't need to believe in Jesus also he didn't even come you know um, but yeah it was evident if they believed in the living God um, of the Old Testament or the Torah, by the way they behaved, you know. So it's not that oh, it is, but Jesus came later. How are they going to believe? Believe, it is you know, evident that they would have believed if he was to come. Um. Yeah. So we don't need to do sacrifices anymore because an infinite sacrifice already came, you know, and Jesus was also called the Last Lamb, you know. So he didn't change the law just took out levitical laws and yeah that's it we don't need to follow levitical laws he also made some laws stricter like for example about um getting married you know um with your wife you can only have one wife and you cannot um divorce her unless for unfaithfulness right um and the reason there are still like other extra laws and stuff, you know, why um, a question more than the previous question would ask, you know, why is there still more laws than some of the Levitical laws? Um, basically, in the New Testament, because of um, Jesus' sacrifice, the law went from um, work-based to faith-based. If you have faith, complete faith, it is evident because you will just work, you know. You will behave, you will behave righteously because you believe. It's clear in your behavior. In the Old Testament, you know, still, again, work-based. And because in the New Testament it is faith-based, there are other laws which um were introduced because when you believe by faith right i mean it's not about you know emotion and stuff but there are some laws which were never put down in the first place they were never completely they were never completely um indicated you know he didn't change the law you know but it's about your heart if you're saying, "Oh, um, oh, uh, I uh, gave money to the poor, or I, or I helped out my this person I really hate," right? It means nothing if you're doing it to get into heaven, and your heart is in the wrong place, and you don't actually love that person. So Jesus made the law clearer by saying, "This is about your heart." The most important commandments over the Ten Commandments is one love God two love people and in fact when you take the Ten Commandments you can clearly see that out. You can clearly see that um that not planned out. You can it's just indicated there, right? So basically the first five um commandments are indicative of uh, loving your god and how that would look um and the next five commandments is loving people and how that would look you know so yeah that is why there is an old testament and new testament old covenant new covenant new covenant you do not need to do any sacrifices because there is one big sacrifice so you don't have to follow levitical laws Levitical laws are sacrificial laws. They are like um for example um you can't go into the temple on your period. Um we don't do sacrifices anymore. There is no temple, so there's nothing for us to like go to during our period and stuff, you know. Or well, not the te- temple, the the what do you call it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. And, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so that is in the book of Exodus, I think. I believe. Possibly. Yeah. So, any laws you see in Exodus or Leviticus. Maybe it was not Exodus. I think it was Leviticus. Yes. Um if you are confused about any laws that are in Leviticus which um we do not follow anymore why don't we do that that is because there is one big sacrifice we don't go to the temple anymore I mean we don't go to do sacrifices anymore so we don't have to follow them um because then we're not even in the place to do it we're not even in in the we're not even doing the ceremony you know that's, saying. That's like saying, oh, you need to wash your hands before you um, go to the park next to your house. But you don't, but there is no park next to your house, you know? So, I don't need to wash my hands. But people will say, oh, how come you're not washing your hands anymore? But they're not talking about washing my hands in general. They're talking about washing my hands when I go to the park, you know? Um, so, yeah that was just an example um now on to a more difficult claim a claim which a lot of people who are um of a who are um more exploring religion tend to say this is also a claim which is um in the quran as well um i mean a lot of people say it's in the quran some people say it's not but I don't believe that <laughs> because I haven't seen a Muslim say that to me ever, ever. And I've also seen it in, seen it in the Quran as well. However, um there are some people, for example, um atheists or Christians who are like, Okay, give me the verse that the Bible changed in the Quran. And okay, we could talk about that, but right now we're talking about the claim that has the Bible changed? okay so we've gone over the old testament and new testament confusions um the old testament is just the torah the new testament is the uh, gospels and paul paul's writings so the old testament is um from genesis down to the book before um i believe mark and the new testament is mark matthew luke john and continue continued all the way to revelations um yeah so on the bible being changed um there is a lot of things to go over about that (laughs) okay so i also wanted to speak on um the fact that people say there are misinterpretations um that it has slowly changed over time, like a game of telephone. Um, no one has actually said that to me, but I know this is what they're trying to get at. Um, so, basically, um, from the first Bible to the many Bibles we have right now, um, it is not that we have many Bibles in order to... like fool anyone it is not like oh my gosh there's lots of different bibles what are you guys doing you know like this is like you know it's not like there's like you know a lot of people have told me there are not multiple qurans there are only one quran um but i think there are different translations as well um however with the bible the reason we have different translations is not so that we can have like different bibles and stuff it is because um Say, for example, you have someone who's very intelligent. um, And someone else who is um, eight years old. And not as smart as the average eight eight year old, I guess. Um, Or just someone who is, you know, um, who doesn't understand, like, really complex English. Mm -hmm. That is fine. There is nothing wrong with that. But for someone to give someone who doesn't have that understanding a bible which is in complex english and in for example shakespearean kind of english you know they wouldn't be able to understand that how would they be able to read the bible you know um the other translation and s- translations and stuff which are in the same type of english are just in order to get different types of um words and different variations of words based on the context um, of um, the bible you know it is not to fool anyone it is not um, in any kind of um, bad manner Um, it is almost completely the same Um, but you know for example if you had that very educated person they could read um, a very complex type of bible more similar to the original you know whereas someone who doesn't really understand that um, language could get someone who knew complex english and see it to them in simple terms and expand on what that word means you know no one wants to go and take a book and type out and read the definition of every single word you know and it's just more like um, condensed simplified versions and more complex versions for example the K- kjv is more complex um the geneva bible is more com- complex um but easy version less complex um esv are less complex you know but they all say practically the same thing you can and it's not that hard you know it's not like oh my days they're hiding it from you you can take these bibles and compare them for yourselves with your very own eyes if we were trying to hide anything from you we would hide the other bibles you know we would um find a way to make only one version but we keep the multiple, multiple versions i have a bible online which gives me the option to compare because it wants me to compare you know To have a better understanding, I'm going to need to compare the different versions, you know? And if the Bible really um, changed, then how would I be able to compare different versions and end up with the same meaning, you know? If I have one Bible here, one Bible there, one Bible there, and I take them all and I realize that they all say the same thing, then does it really mean it's changed, you know? There's one might say um the girl was very pretty or the girl was very beautiful one might even say the woman was very um the woman was very uh gorgeous you know yeah one says woman but if majority say girl then we can um cross what do you call it cross contrast yeah we can cross contrast and realize that Mm, the woman one is probably less likely you know and there is leeway for that there is room for that you know if we only had one version we wouldn't be able to do that there is more chance of it of being changed you know there is more leeway for analyzing these scriptures you know there is more possibility of understanding the scriptures you know. Um yeah, and um, there is also um, a type of science which is called like um, textual contextual or textual textual um, criticism. Um, which like analyzes whether the scriptures have changed. And it's not just scriptures, it's just artifacts, manuscripts, um, and whether how much they've changed from the original. And we have enough Bibles for us to be able to check. And for the Bible, using textual criticism, it is not that high. There is low chances of change. There is not that much that has changed. You know? And that is a science that that shows you about it. You know? It's not it's not something you just pick up the bible pick up the bible with and you just say on your own oh look it says beautiful here, it says pretty there they're the same thing they're synonyms of one another you know these bibles are more like big book synonyms <laughs> yeah so oh my gosh was that a voice crack I don't know yeah so um yeah it's more like just a bunch of synonyms put into sentences and stuff for people who wouldn't understand that um one book versus another and versions where people are trying to make it more likely these versions don't come just from one another they come from artifacts groups of people we're not talking one person comes and changes the changes the bible groups of people come together and analyze the bible together they don't analyze just modern bibles they analyze modern bibles and artifacts mainly not mainly not uh, modern bibles i don't even know if they do modern bibles but it is i have i have definitely like come to knowledge that they do use artifacts of bibles and old manuscripts from hundreds of years ago to make new bibles so you see all these bibles that are coming out they're not deriving from one another they're deriving from the past they're deriving from people who are majoring in ancient hebrew latin whatever you know and not only that but we can also talk about the fact that if you still don't believe at this point there are still artifacts manuscripts which you can see for yourself you don't believe that's okay we have the Codex Sinaiticus we have the Dead Sea Scrolls and you can see the Codex Sinaiticus for yourself and check whether it has changed you can use any version from now you know you can use more popular versions perhaps you know these bibles they also do have to go through a set of What do you call it? Steps? A set of Procedures to even be published. You know, we don't just let anyone publish our Bibles But come on, there are millions of us out here We are not just gonna let this happen and if you still don't believe like come on There are so many of us who know the Bible and if we saw a fake Bible coming out, right? Trust me, we would be on their tail. We would be right behind them like for example Um, there is um, the Queen's James Bible which just came out recently I think 2020 or something just very recently Um, yeah, the Queen's James Bible it is supposed to be a twist on the title of the King's James Bible Um, Queen James Version actually QJB yeah that is supposed to be a um gay positive bible and of course i believe in loving people who are gay trans um you know etc um in but we still see it as a sin however um the queen's james um, version is more twisty and manipulative of that and you would think that if Christians didn't care about manipulation, they wouldn't have said anything. But it did become a very, very popular thing in the um, in the Christian community where everyone was calling it out. Everyone was calling it out. Like to the point where I would consider that possibly it could be um, banned or de- I don't know if you can de-publish a book or you know get someone in trouble for that but you know um the queen's um james bible is called out as a false bible and the christian community is against it so when we see a false bible we speak out on it you know it's not that we just leave it out you know there are, there are common bibles which we call out you know for being falses of the real true gospel you know or another one um, um, what is it called Some something world world something yeah I don't know new world something maybe um, but yeah people often called that bible out as well for its um, manipulation you know and these bibles they look very similar to the original but there are slight changes and the whole Christian community is coming out for them, you know um so yeah, the world version is um, commonly used by um, Jehovah witness communities um, and um, yeah, we just called out that bible because it's been slightly manipulated you know, so yeah we wouldn't just let this thing go on by we wouldn't just let slip under under the rug you know we find it bothering too it's not something we want to happen it's not something we we wish to um have you know um yeah and now on again about the codex sinaiticus the codex sinaiticus is the oldest new testament and scripture we have um um, it is 1600 years old and um yeah that that's older than the quran as well um so yeah it's not completely the first bible but it is really 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 close you know um so yeah and we we can use that to compare and contrast you could even see it for yourself you know just type out codexsanitikas.com and it will be there you can see the Codex Sinaiticus, 1600 years old mm-hmm. and if it hasn't changed much in the 1600 years I doubt it changed in the 400 years or not even 400 years 300 to 200 years because the bible came you know not when Christ was born obviously you know so, yeah, 300 to 200 years. Unlikely that it changed. Very unlikely. People would have clearly noticed if it changed. You know, we have Bibles right now, which we're using personally, which are from the 1800s, 1600s. Um, There is the Geneva Bible from the 1600s, older than the KJV. Um yeah which which we use now so if people were that is also a version of the bible so that means there wasn't just one bible which was easily corruptible there were probably more than one more than one bible as well copied out so people could see for themselves you know this is the bible you know um and it would be really obvious and evident whether it changed from the original bible you know so yeah seeing as these people were also um closest to the story of the actual christ you know knowing the news going around would have been pretty clear wouldn't you think you know so yeah you can compare that for yourself konexsanitikas.com um i also wanted to double check and make sure that um, this was true. So I did some research on the on the translations of the critics and think as well, which the um, scholars did. Um, and yeah, it um, seems pretty much the same to me, to my Bible. Um, you can go read a, a modern day Bible. A popular Bible people use is KJV, um, not Um, ESV, yeah, and there are other versions which you can ask around, what what type of Bible do people use? Um, But yeah, those are the the most popular versions. Um, And yeah, so you could just take one of those Bibles, I read that every day, My that's the one I have in my room, you know. And you can just compare it with the Codex Sinaiticus, see whether it's changed... Has it changed? You know, and yeah, and check that out. Also, in general, the actual weight of the gospels, like, have four witnesses of the actual event. You know, um, most people who usually say this claim to me tend to be um, those who believe in Islam so as well, you know, just weighing out the fact that the scriptures do have four witnesses to the events, you know, even so, even if you could claim, oh, they're not, you know, um, they're much more closer to the situation than someone who came you know 600 years later and didn't actually witness the events you know just thinking about the actual um chances and the actual um probability of what would be more likely you know as well so yeah and also for someone to actually like say that and stuff you know after i'm not talking about that sorry i was even thinking like when jesus was on the cross right it's historically known that um from non-believers that jesus was on the cross and he did have a sign next to him that said king of the jews but the jews rejected him you know they wouldn't have called him his, his king so, who is the only other person who would have called himself a king who would have called Jesus a king right only Jesus himself could have made that claim only Jesus himself you know and king of the Jews, king of a whole, you know religion, you know like, come on the whole Israel, being king of the whole Israel you know if, if the Jews didn't make that claim, who else made that claim, you know? So, yeah, that is my exma- explanation of whether the Gospels, whether the Bible has been changed or not. Also, even if you can still say, well, there's still a 200 year gap, you know, there is also the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is older than jesus himself you know um and it's about the torah because i know that it is also claimed that the torah has changed um but we have manuscripts which are even older than jesus so that is not possible if they did change when jesus came you know um as a prophet in some people's eyes um when he came as a prophet would it, he say that the Torah had changed? You know, wouldn't he have said that the Torah have, has changed if it changed by then? Well, it's impossible for it to change after because we still have it now and we still have the old manuscripts. So if it changed, then Jesus would have been the one saying it changed, because there is only a possibility that it changed before the, dead's, the Dead Sea Scrolls. So you'd need a prophet even before Jesus to say that it, that it changed. So, not hold on, no, not before Jesus, <laughs> between um, Muhammad, Jesus, and the prophet before you'd have to have some. You'd have to have, you know, someone who would have said it and that would've had to be Jesus. Because Jesus came after it supposedly changed. Because if it changed, there was only one option and that is before the Dead Sea Scrolls. And he didn't, you know. Um yeah. And as well. So that basically proves that the Torah didn't change. I I like, it's genuine. It, like, it genuinely hasn't changed. Like, come on. Come on. It has not changed. The Torah hasn't. Even if you could argue with about the Bible, because we still have that 200-year gap, the Torah hasn't, you know? And in Isaiah, it does prophesy about Jesus coming and dying on the cross, which also contradicts that, you know, so, the Torah did say, you know, that the Messiah or, you know, a prophet will die on the cross for the sins of others, you know. So, yeah, that is this podcast on whether the Bible has changed or not. So, you guys can just analyze that, you know, whatever. Double um, fact right, check fact check it because at some point i did believe that the bible um i was considering that the bible may have changed but that was just because someone told me (laughs) and i didn't i wasn't like myself now i wasn't i didn't fact check them or anything i wasn't like checking anything i was that was actually one of the factors which really really had me on a hook to islam because I was confused as someone just claimed it to me and I was just like oh yeah you know (laughs) and it it really confused me and yeah I didn't fact check it and when I started um, fact checking people in general because I was like wait a minute why is everyone telling me a different story when I started fact checking things that people were saying to me you know this is this is where I ended up you know so yeah you guys can fact check me if you want um you can do your own research you know but please just don't take people's word for it and just leave it at that or you know um allow for biased resources to get to your head you know these ones literally have manuscripts It's not just the words of others, it's not just looking at a sentence. This is artifacts, manuscripts, science, you know, that textual criticism, you know, firm things that are proven, you know. So please, don't go on some bias website just talking about one line in the bible or something and debates and stuff look for yourself you can see it with your own eyes come on so yeah that is this has the bible been changed okay bye guys um i hope you found this video very helpful um no hate to anyone um yeah and also i don't look down on anyone who believes in that sort of stuff or you know has those um thoughts and stuff i don't think that you're any like less than anyone else or anything like that or like oh my gosh how could you get a mistake what you know but just take it up to your own thoughts you know think about it yourself um yeah no why did i say that yeah no stupid me (laughs) yeah so if even if um it comes to be that it's a mistake or whatever. You know, I don't think anything less of anyone who has made a mistake. (laughs) And I'm also not trying to say that it is a mistake. I'm just saying like, you know, earlier on, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, younger people tend to ask me this question and stuff. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make me think, like, oh my days, what? That is so simple, what the heck? No, nothing like that. I, I, like, completely understand, like, when people have, like, those kind of questions. Like, there are some things which even you can have a lot of knowledge on a subject, but have a question which is, you know, not as, um, which is just confusing you or whatever, you know? So, yeah i will see you guys later if you continue to watch my videos so yeah god bless you guys bye see you and jesus loves you yeah and no hate to anyone peace out (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) yeah i was gonna say also if you guys want to see some bloopers i can add them at the end but i may sound cringe so if you're not into um human behavior you know you might want to like go because it's going to be informal stuff it's just going to be me messing around so yeah bye bye Okay, I'm testing if this is gonna sound um, windy, if I'm really close to it. Um, So yeah, I may just say a bunch of letters. My tongue is really dry right now. I need to eat right now. I need some water. Yeah, anyways, my tongue is really dry right now. I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A, B, (laughs) C. Oh my gosh, this is so cringe. Okay. Okay. ABCDEFG, HRJK, LMP, now I know my ABC, <laughs> next time will you sing with me. Okay, um, I'm gonna check now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Help me. That claim. So yeah, let's get into it, guys. <laughs> oh my days, i so cringe. Ah. <laughs>